Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Paris Chaim, Shliach at Brandeis University, on the topic of transforming your donors into shareholders. I would like to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experience and help Shluchim have more outlook on their Shluchim. My pleasure. Before we get started, I would like to thank our sponsors, Leasing Direct, Fassman Jewelers, and Machon Stam. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get right to it. Peretz, um, with Chabad at Brandeis, over the years, you've done a tremendous job at engaging your donors. I remember from like way back, even when you did your newsletters, um, they were beautiful. They really communicated um, to the supporters what needed to be um, communicated and, and, and involved them. And now you're taking it to a new level with the, creating the Chabad Shares website, um, which is also available to other children for, to use. And I just want to know, how did you um, get to this point and what really inspired you to take this step to create something which is um, Chabad Shares? Well, you're referencing back to the newsletters that I would publish, and I think you're particularly noting the fact that I would publish my budget in its entirety, uh, w- w- how much we were earning and how much we were spending, uh, which uh, garnered a lot of attention uh, over the years. And what I'm doing now with Chabad Shares is a direct extension of that. And the principle of fundraising is based on one point, and that is connection. And the deeper and broader the connection an organization, a it creates with its people, they will effectively transform them into donors. So they will not only, they will not only appreciate what you're doing, but they'll also take the money out of their pocket and say, I want to be a part of this. I want to see this continue, continue to grow. And the extension of that evolved into Chabad Shears, which brings that connection between an organization and its funders to an entire new level. You know, in the old model, uh, fundraising was basically, well, built on, on this idea. You had an organization. An organization has a story. It has its fundraising goal. It has its activities. It has its people impacted. And it goes on a campaign. And on that campaign, whether it's through a mailing, whether it's through a phone call, whether it's through a telethon, it tells a story, and it shares the goal that it wants to raise. And it goes out to people and tells them, you know, donate. And each person individually donates, gives, you know, their $10, their $30, their $100, $500, and that way the organization raises the capital that it needs. In the past few years, that has evolved and become more sophisticated with the Internet uh, and with crowdfunding, that um, allows you to connect over to create a deeper connection that you're not only connecting you're getting the story and not only are you getting the goal that the organization wants to raise but you're also now connecting to other people who are giving and that connection is actually done in a dynamic way where you see constantly how much money is being raised and 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 who are the people that are giving uh but in both cases, what's emphasized and what the organization is communicating is a story. This is about our organization, and this is what we need. And that's basically the theme of, of, what, is, of what is communicated. 
The fact of the matter is, though, that an organization is far more dynamic than just a story on the fundraising goals. There's two main elements of the organization that never comes out and never comes out to, to funders, and that is the people that are impacted and the data of the activities. And what I realize is I want my people, my funders, to know as much as they can about what we are doing. What is the data of our activities? More importantly, I wanted also my funders to know who are the people that are impacted, on, impacted through our activities. What is their story? The Internet, the dynamic nature of the Internet, allows you to sh communicate and share a lot of that information in a way that was never possible before. More importantly, in addition to that, there are the funders themselves. In the old model, every person sent in their check, and the only time they got to really meet the other funders is by a dinner or something like that. Um, in the crowdfunding, and that's really what it's done more, is it brings people together. You see the names of everybody else who's, who's donating. But all you see is their names. You don't know their story. You don't know why they care about the organization, where they're from, and you can't even communicate or connect with them. You just see a static name. What I realize is I want to bring my funders, in my case, uh, being on a campus, they live all across the United States, all across the globe for that matter, together into a, into a community. So now there's a, the connection between my organiza the organization, the MOSES, and the funders is far more dynamic. They're connecting to the, all the people impacted. They're connecting to the data of our activities. Obviously, they're connecting to the story. Obviously, they're connecting to the goal that we want to raise. And they're also, more importantly, connecting to each other, seeing who, who is the other people that are, that are supporting. Why are they supporting? Where are they from? What's their story? How can I con you know, and now I can connect with them. So basically what I wanted to do is bring everything that is makeup that is my organization, the activities, the, uh, the people impacted, and the funders into this one space where it's exposed to everybody and everybody can connect with. So at the, and here, at, the point, at, the, at, the, at the point of connection where they're making the give, where they're give, making their, their, their contribution, they are doing it in an environment that is wholly immersive in with everything that my organization is about, in the people, the funders, and the activities. That is basically the core principle of, of what we try to achieve here. So one question that I have, um, by the way, to just anyone who's listening to this, I think it would be a great idea if they went to ChabadShares.com forward slash Brandeis, they could um, see yours, your website as an example. But one question that I have is, where do you see the, um, you're mentioning about the impact, those who are being impacted, where do you see on the website those who are being impacted? We call that the return on investment. But basically, and, I'll, and, and I want to get onto this point for a moment, is that the reason why we call them shareholders instead of donors, donors basically says, you are giving me money. It's, 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 a, it's a financial transaction. Shareholders is, are, is saying, you are becoming a part of the organization. Now, the question is, as a shareholder, you're getting a, you're getting a return. What's the return? Well, for a for-profit organization, its objective is to make more money. 
as a nonprofit, as a Chabad house, my objective, our objective is to impact people's lives. That's, where we, that's how we measure our success. And what we're basically telling our funders, now we call them only shareholders, is that the return on your investment is the lives impacted. And on the page, you'll see their return on investment, and you see the photos of, of all sorts of people who went there and, and shared their story, and you click on them, and you know, their name their, their, their comes up with, the, what the, with uh, the details of their story, their impact. And by transforming donors into shareholders, you've done a number of things. First of all, like I said, you remove the engagement from one of transactional of give us money to one where become a part of what we're doing. Secondly, you are now inviting them to be a part of the organization. Thirdly, the, the, the conversation is not one of can you support us, not one could you make another donation. It's not one of can you give us. It's more of one become a part of us. And people appreciate that a lot more than giving away money. And by us, the result is, as, as a result is, has been phenomenal. Right? Like uh, 75% of the people who became shareholders increased their support over the previous year. Uh, and that increase has been by over 250%. And now when I'm on my second cycle, beginning the second cycle of, of, of doing this, um, uh, people are retaining their shares, hold, retaining, uh, continuing to become shareholders, and in fact, increasing their giving and it's a very comfortable conversation, very comfortable. I'm, I'm not asking, could you give again? I'm asking, do you want to continue being a shareholder? Would you be interested in, in, uh, in, in getting, purchasing more shares? And the language itself, because language, is, is, language is, the, is the medium with which we communicate, with which we connect, is a, a lot more pleasant, a lot more comfortable, and a lot more, more dignified. It reflects that you're about impacting people's lives. You're about trans, being transformative in your community, in your, you know, in, 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 on your campus, and that's what you're about. And you're giving them the opportunity to become a part of it. And the language is reflected that way. The whole conversation is reflected in that manner. I think one of the biggest challenges as a, as a SLEAF in fundraising is that every single year you have to have that conversation again. Constantly sit down with someone who gave $1,800 or $500 and, or so on, I mean, it's one thing if they gave in a charity campaign, but sometimes you have donors who you can you count on um, giving you. I mean, obviously, if they're in a monthly a, a monthly program, it depends if it's set up for a year or long term. But either way, there's there's many many people, many many donors that you're sitting with, and you're thinking in your head, oh boy, I have to meet with them again this year to ask them for a gift again. Um, and I just want to know, you, you've seen a clear difference since creating this Chabad here for your Chabad house and for others, you've seen a difference in the way you approach someone to be to support again this the next year again. Absolutely. Firstly, for the first time when I'm reaching out to them, the conversation is much much different. And second, when I reach out to them a second time, the conversation is much different. Now, I, I want to add, when they become a shareholder, it's only the beginning of the relationship, because what they're by becoming a shareholder. They're identifying with your organization. They're becoming a part of it. And you have to respect, respond to that. You know, something that I do is I do monthly shareholder reports exclusively for shareholders. I will do periodical shareholder events. And, and understand that 
all these ideas are very familiar to people because it exists in the for-profit world. It exists in every single company, every respectable company, and everybody buys shares to have a part of that company. So all these ideas are not brand new. They're, they're very familiar, and they're something that people actually you know, respond to and something that people appreciate and understand. And when you take that concept and apply it to your mice, to your nonprofit, people, it, lights, it, it turns on a light bulb and it tells you, wow, there's, you know, there's value here. And I'm getting, a, I'm getting a part of that value. <clears throat> to ask a, um, a very practical question that maybe um, in the minds of Slokin is, when you, when you say the word shares, um, it sounds like there's an ownership that someone has. And I just want to clarify do any of the supporters who are, who are shareholders, do they have any say over the organization? Absolutely not. In the terms and services, it says in, in clear and no uncertain terms that this is metaphorical shareholder shares and, uh, and you know, nobody has ownership. Everybody in, in Chabad, everybody seeks the same objective and a goal of Chabad. Uh, so it's, it's very clear. This was lawyered up, let me put it this way. Uh, before we went out with this product, before we went out with this campaign, I'll add another another point is that when they become shareholders, they also get a certificate of stock. Now, what it basically is a beautiful certificate that they can that they receive in the mail, and you they can then put it on display and show that we're a part of this organization. And we've had parents and alumni who who put it up in their office, put it up in their homes, and are very proud to display this being a part, that they're a part of this, of, 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 of our, of our, of our mice. And this is completely different than right now somebody gives you a donation, you know, you give them a thank you letter or maybe a thank you email. That connection, that, that, that ability to, to display their pride and that they're a part of it is non-existent. And this, in, in this method, it, 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 it's possible. <clears throat> to me, one of the greatest accomplishments is the fact that you are a campus liach. For a campus liach, I'm also a campus shliach, um, in addition to being a community shliach, and I know what it is to fundraise from students, from alumni, um, from parents who are not actively living in your community and involved in your Chabad house, alumni move on, and to have such continued support from them is, is amazing, and, and the fact that it works means that, it, that how much more so would it work in a community. Uh, definitely. I mean, you're giving them a lot more than just you're creating a deeper connection, a broader connection. And, 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 you, and, you, and, you, and, and you see that those who are not still in, in the doors of your Chabad house every day or every week, they're still supporting even though they're not there. Because they I mean, feel most of, all, all my shareholders are not here. I mean, there are a few students who are shareholders, but by and large, they're, they're, all, they're all not here. Um, now, I will say, I will say there, that there are those that choose not to become shareholders. And when that happens, it just confirms the effectiveness of this idea and of this platform because they recognize that becoming a shareholder means a deeper connection, and they're not interested in having that deeper connection. They just want to send a donation, which is, grand, which is fine. And, you know, they send a donation, and they get a thank you letter. Sometimes I'll reach out to them. It depends on the person. I'll reach out and say, you know, your donation, thank you very much. You know, with this donation, you could also become a shareholder. And, and very often they will transform into shareholders because they realize that it's a, you know, it's a, it's a better, deeper opportunity, um, while others say, I'm not interested. 
So this platform also allows you to, this concept also allows you to identify or distinguish between those who just want to give you money and don't really care much about what you're doing and those who care about what you're doing. And it also allows you to take those who are just giving you money and bring them into the space or into the relationship that they care about the organization, about the Mysore. Now, you created this not just for your own Chabad house, but for other shluchim as well, and there are many shluchim that are using it. Um, how does it work for a shliach? They This all is, um, they could personalize the whole website for themselves, for their own Chabad house? Yeah, every part of the website can be fully personalized. There's a simple yet dynamic back end uh, that they they can tr- uh, control on, on a lot of level. Um, I, I built this with the intention of just for a solution for my problem. In fact, I actually, it, it, it came to me after a very successful charity campaign uh, where we had a, you know, great, great results, but I realized that a charity campaign is temporary. It's uh, one time you could do it, two times you can do it. I need something that's long-term and sustainable. And that's how this whole idea was born. And uh, I built a platform and built it in a way that perhaps if it's something that is successful, others can benefit from it as well. And Baruch Hashem, it's been uh, very successful for me. And I've had some shluchim using it who were beta testers and help uh, refine it and and make it stronger and, and better. Uh, and now it's available for all shluchim uh, to use. Um, and basically, you know, it will be a chabadshares.com forward slash wherever they want it to be. Uh, they could also, if they want to make their own URL name and, re- and then redir- redirects to this chabadshares.com forward slash, you know, wherever they want it, uh, they can do that as well. And uh, then they go into the back end and, and personalize it on, on every level, including uh, how many shares they want to sell, how much... Uh, how much it costs per share. I just want to add also that this is something that could be used for an annual budget. It could be used for a particular project. It could even be used for a capital campaign. It could even be used for membership, uh, which instead of you know, having membership, which you know, we're not very comfortable with having members in our synagogue, we can invite people to become part of our Chabad by becoming shareholders. The advantage for that is, one, that it doesn't have that unpleasant language of, of membership. Uh, it shows a deeper connection. And two, there are different tiers and levels. It's not just one membership, but there is a, you can become a shareholder on a variety of levels based on a person's capacity and willingness to participate. Um, another practical question. So if they are listening to this knows exactly what it would be to purchase uh, Chabad shares, what, what, what would it cost for Shliach to implement this? Uh, well, if Shlech is interested about it, they can email me, paris at chabadbrandice.org. And there are two, uh, two pricing models. There's either a flat monthly fee, a monthly subscription fee um, of $74.99 a month, uh, which increases when you get to over like 250 shareholders. There are different tiers, but, uh, it, but it's a flat monthly subscription fee. Uh, and then there is another option, uh, is a, is a one-time setup fee of $299 that could be paid up over six months. And then there is a, a 0.95% uh, fee per share that is purchased, that is sold. 
Um, those are the two pricing models. That you know, meaning meaning the the percentage is only is only if you do the second one. Right. Yes. Right. So in the second in the second model, only if you sell shares is there are you charged after the setup fee. In the first model, you are charged a monthly subscription fee regardless of of uh, how many shares uh, you've sold. <clears throat> um, and again, if someone wants to see an example, they can go to chabadshares.com forward slash Brandeis. B-R-A-N-D-E-I-S. Before I ask my last question, I would like to say that Leasing Direct is a leading auto leasing company servicing customers in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and Florida. When it comes to Shluchim's automobile needs, Leasing Direct goes the extra mile to work with each Shliach's individual needs and budget, making the new car buying or leasing process completely hassle-free. Call Leasing Direct today at 718-493-0600, and one of their dedicated team members will be happy to assist you. Thank you, Leasing Direct, for sponsoring this week's Shluchim podcast. Eric, are there any last thoughts that you would like to share with Shluchim on this topic? Because this is not just about ChabadShares.com. This is about a bigger picture of the importance of taking your donors from just donors to shareholders. There's, there's, there's a certain hesitation and fear amongst all nonprofits and amongst Shluchim as well that of certain sense of ina- inadequacy and I don't have much going on. There's not much that I have to share. I don't want to be too exposed. And if I expose too much, how are people going to react? Are, are they going to think that it's not enough? It's hevel avolim. It's hevel rasruach. The fact of the matter is, the more you share, the more you let people become aware of what is going on, who you're impacting, who is funding you, what are your activities, the more appreciation they will have for your, A, for your authenticity, and B, the greater connection they will have to your organization and their desire to support, to fund it, and to become a part of it. Thank you, Paris, for sharing with Shlokham about your Hatzlacha and your approach to transforming donors into shareholders. We really appreciate your time. My pleasure. Hatzlacha Rabba. This is Dovi Shapiro, and if you would like to listen to any of the previous podcasts, you can go to spokenpodcast.com and listen to all the previous podcasts. Make it a great week.